Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello. Hello. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Happy Monday, everyone! Welcome to Quintuo Filipina, a podcast and community that aims to be a safe space for us to converse with different Filipinos around the globe for their inspiring cuentos. I am your Sunshine Cleo, the founder of Hirayu Filipina, and your host here at Quintuhang Filipina. For today's episode, we have Jo Sebastian. Oh my God, I am so, so excited for Jo to be here at Kuntuang Pilipina because her content has served as a huge inspiration to me and she's honestly just one of those influencers on Instagram na masaya ka at nakakagana pa na makita yung content nila. So I suggest you follow Jo on Instagram as well because Jo Sebastian is a registered nutritionist dietitian whose goal is to fight diet culture. She desires to help others heal their relationship with food and their body. So without further ado, here is my kwentuhan with Jo. Okay, so Jo, thank you so much once again for accepting our invitation here at Kwentuang Pilipina. A safe place for you to listen and be heard. So, are you excited? Oh my God, it's a Monday morning. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm also very, I'm also quite nervous, right? Because um, like you send a list of topics and then I just like, I'm scared to go into it. But I'm also really excited because these are a lot of my favorite topics. So. I hope I do them justice. Yes, for sure. I'm sure of that because I've seen your content on Instagram and TikTok. I'm a follower. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so let's start with debunking some myths. Is that all right? Uh-huh. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. For the first one, uh, this is a myth on weight stigma. It goes, people who are quote-unquote overweight are generally unhealthy. Mm, okay, yeah, definitely a myth. I think this is also because there are many terms for it, like it's weight stigma and weight bias, and then the more less used term is fat phobia, right? Which we tend to have. We're all afraid to be on the higher side of the weight because we're scared from a lot of the information that's put out there. The thing with weight stigma is there's always this assumption na kapag malaki yung katawan mo, unhealthy ka. And if you have a small body, you're automatically healthy. But you never know the story of the person, right? You never know what they're going through. You don't know what they eat. You don't know how they move. And if you do see it, you probably only see 10% of that. So somebody can be in a larger body, but actually be more healthy than somebody who was in a smaller body because of the habits that they have. Like something I always like to say is, health is not defined by your weight. It's really about the health-promoting behaviors that you do. So if you are on the higher spectrum of the weight, barring, of course, any specific conditions you already have, but you're taking car- taking care of your body, I think that that's pretty much a sign of health, regardless of your BMI status. Oh, that's great to hear because actually 
not something na talagang pinofocus na pag-usapan sa school. Uh-huh. Okay. This one naman is all about body image. So, are you ready okay. for another myth? <laughs> okay, let's, let's see. <laughs> so, it goes, you have to make a change to feel body positive. I think you do have to make a change, mm-hmm. but the thing is the, the type of change depends, right? Because there is a type of change you have to make to become more body, well, I like the term body neutral or body ac- acceptance rather than body positive, but you do have to make an internal change. You don't have to make a physical change. That's where the myth is, where you have to make a physical change to become confident in your body. What you do have to make is an internal change of understanding the root of why you feel that way. And also understanding that simply changing how you look isn't going to change how you feel. Because I've been there, na parang, okay, I was teased a lot for looking this way, etc. So I tried to get, become smaller. And then I just felt the same. And I was like, Bakit kaya ganun? But then realizing, okay, because it wasn't about my body at all. It was really about my own perception and society's perception that made me feel that way. So there is a change you have to make, but it's not exactly a physical change. Yeah, I love how you used the word body neutrality because I think it's definitely better than being positive because I think as I searched it before, being body neutral means you are allowing to perceive yourself on, or your body based on, how, on what it does for you, right? Yeah, yeah, because the ma- the biggest difference between the two is body positive, essentially, you have to like love your body, you have to be yeah. confident, and I know a lot of people can't do that, can't come from there, especially if they come from a place of really, really um, a lot of insecurities and a lot of struggle. So one step you can take is just body neutrality. It's seeing your body as a body. Somebody said this before, it's a physical shell to experience the world, right? Rather than something that's made for aesthetic purposes. So if you just see your body as a body, you know, it's there to experience the world. That allows you to focus on other things instead of how it looks, right? And you don't have to love it. Not yet. That's okay. But we have to respect it. And that's the most important part. I love that. We all start from somewhere and I think that's actually a great place to start instead of really focusing on you have to love your body immediately. Yeah, Yeah, because it's hard. It's really hard, especially if every message you see in the world is telling you you can't, you shouldn't, right? Like your skin is like this, 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 and then you just, you don't want to love that because it's hard, but it's fine. You don't have to love it. Just find something about it you can at least appreciate and then work from there. Ah, I love that. Now we're heading over to our topic about body image and beauty standards because alam naman natin na a lot of our perceptions nowadays come from um, profits or like from a society's yes. perception on what it takes, and sometimes they even profit from our insecurities, especially as uh-huh. women. So for you, I want to know, do you think our view of body image and beauty standards is shaped by what society deems as quote-unquote norm? Oh, yes, for sure. Like, just like what you said about the insecurities, right? And one of my favorite quotes ever is essentially that we're not born with insecurities, we're taught 
And uh, it's, it's so true because when you're born, and of course, when you're born as a baby, you have like long looking legs, but like you don't care about that. But as you grow older, as people talk about their bodies and talk about your body, and you see the media portraying all of these different types of bodies online, you start to develop insecurities and learn what is allowed or is beautiful or something like that, which is usually standards that aren't even based on your culture and your body, right? So, of course, I really think that they're very, very linked because body image is how you feel about your body, how you see and think about your body. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely shaped by the standards that we see, the images we see, the way we talk about ourselves, and most especially the way other people talk about themselves that impact us, right? So, I definitely agree that society is one of the biggest factors to how we feel about our body. And it's weird. No? I like this is what one of my clients said to me. It's so weird that we're always like, they say you have to look like this. But it's always questioning, who is they? <laughs> who is they? When you, when you have that feeling that everyone around you is also kind of insecure and struggling with their body. Right? But then you're also like, so sino ba yung they? Na sinasabi. Which, like you said, it is the industry that profits off us, the insecurities that we have. I, sorry, but I read this thesis cassette on cellulite. Yeah, it's French. <laughs> it's, it's French, so um, I'm not sure if the translation that I read was accurate. So uh, it said that cellulite wasn't that, was something that was just normal, and you would see it a lot in French paintings as just normally there, right? Para makita mo merong orange peel-looking skin, and that was just like, that was fine. That was just part of their body. But then it was when the magazine started coming up that they started presenting these things in your body that were normal as something you had to change. Did the ads start coming up? Did all of these treatments start coming up to make you want to change it? So cellulite became something that was ugly, gross. You have to now get lotions and surgery or whatever to get rid of it, right? So that's like for most of the things in our body right now where it's pretty much you're born with it. You can't choose them in the body that you're in. It's not Sims. But then you realize, okay, so the world is really just the one that makes us want to change what we have or see it as the worst thing, right? And I agree with you. Oh my God. Actually, because I'm I'm only 17 years old, by the way. And but you're so mature. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and... No, sinabi mo na we are actually not born with insecurities and we are taught, we're only taught to have insecurities. I totally agree with that. And actually, ang tagal ko nang pinaponder na bakit ganon? Parang, parang I feel the need to have an insecurity. Parang, uh-huh. it always pushed down to me that, hey, this is, this. you have to have a tall nose, you have to look like this. And, Parang kahit hindi naman ako insecure sa kanya or I even love this body part of mine, I feel like I need to be insecure about it. This podcast is brought to you by Hiraya Pilipina, a Filipino-owned advocacy brand. Hiraya Pilipina is your go-to lifestyle brand for empowering statement tees, totes, and ibaka masks that will motivate and inspire you to become empowered so you too can empower others. Check this brand out on Instagram at Hiraya Pilipina and order their beautiful statement tees such as I am the CEO of my life 
every day I show up as my highest self and their newest limited edition collection, I am inspired by others to inspire others. Order now on Shopee Hiraya Pilipina or head over to their website wherehirayapilipina.com. All the links will be in the description down below. Oh, that's that's an interesting thing that you said. Like that's that's so interesting. But I feel like that's very true because mm-hmm. we're always looking for something we can not like about our body because we see a lot of people who don't like their body online, right? Or are insecure about it. And we hear it a lot in the family, the family structure and stuff like that. So mga titas and ano, family gatherings, we always are pointed out the things that we didn't even think about, but then it's pointed out. And even if you don't want to be insecure about it or you like it, appreciate it, there's a sense of belonging that we also have to be insecure about your body, which is so weird, but that's just what, we are in and it's so confusing you can make self-deciprecating jokes about our yeah <laughs> yeah that, that, that's actually one of the things that i saw on tiktok there was this girl who she she just made this whole post about how people in larger bodies are portrayed very differently in movies where they're always they always have to be the funny one they always have to be the one who makes fun of their bodies and stuff like that and then it just creates that stereotype so you feel like you have to be that way as well, right? So it's like, ah, the world. <laughs> yes, now that we're talking about it, I want to ask Jo, since you are a registered nutritionist, how can we change this negative view of self that may unconsciously affect the way that we view many things? I know this is a general question, but just your perspective in general. I, I would love to hear that. Okay, so I struggled a lot with body image and disordered eating habits as I grew up because I was uh, I did ballet, and that's like one of the most strict or the meanest towards body image, right? But anyways, what helped me grow out of that or learn from that and heal was really recognizing that a lot of the things that I want for myself and a lot of the things that I am forcing myself to do aren't necessarily things that are about me, right? They, they're rooted by something so much deeper than we can understand or that we can unpack, right? It's like years of engraving and ingraining into people's minds that they have to change and all of these things. So to recognize that first at the top, that why do you want to, instead of thinking, I want to look this way or why can't I look this way? It's changing to why do I want to look this way why do I want to be this way do these things because you have to understand where it's coming from okay because like that's the most important part first you have to be aware if you're not aware you can't you won't know you you're just going to constantly keep going through it just like diet culture and disordered eating habits that are so normalized in our culture you'll you're hungry, ano, wag ka kumain, ano, okay lang yan, bukas na, ganun, diba? or, ay, nag-work, you have to work out two times because you ate extra today. It feels like it's a normal thing in culture, and the first thing talaga is to recognize what is disordered eating or what is not a true or what is not reality mm-hmm. in terms of your body. That's the most, like, you have to, like, open up first to that so you can re- realize that or recognize that. Okay, now that you mentioned about the disordered eating habits, how is it different from eating disorders? Or are there any differences? Oh, okay. So there's kind of like a spectrum 
of eating behaviors that we have where one side is intuitive eating, which is you eat when you're hungry, you stop when you're full, or you eat foods you like and foods that help nourish you. And you don't use food as your only coping mechanism when it comes to emotions. Then you have this eating disorders on the other side of the spectrum, which is your anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa, binge eating, and other specified uh, eating disorders. Then you have the middle, which is disordered eating habits. So the tendency is a lot of us go through these. They're not like full-blown eating disorders, but they are those the, the relationship of, with food that we have that have a tendency to be disordered, which is when you don't eat when you're hungry, different naman from like appetite, di ako gutom, di ako kain. But parang gutom ako pero bawal ako kumain kasi nataba ako, that kind of mentality. Or exercising to earn your food or simply not eating something because you're afraid of how it's going to change your body, right? When we start thinking of food as good and bad or starting to be afraid of specific foods because of how it might impact your how you look, when you start being controlled by those thoughts, that's when it becomes disordered eating habits, which prolonged can turn itself into a, an eating disorder itself. Right? Yeah. I feel like a lot of what you said stems from our mentality. It's about what's happening within. That is, uh, or like it's executed through our eating habits, but it's most every. I, I don't know how to really say it, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> but a lot of the things that we do is based on our mentality. Mm-hmm. How do we change that? Or are we really born with that? You know, I definitely agree with that so much. That what we eat and how we eat is really first start it really first starts with our mindset around food because you can't just be like i'm gonna eat healthy but then the way you think of food is is like you think of it you're afraid of it and all these things and it you have to unpack that first to really be able to eat to nourish yourself and that's what i deal with with a lot of my clients and the people who i talk to it really stems from like a long time of feeling unworthy and a lot of it is connected to body image. Your eating disorders don't really happen just like out of the blue. They happen because they stem from body image issues because your relationship with food is really a reflection of your relationship with your body where it dictates what you think you're worth, right? Like, oh, kakain ba ko today? Parang di ko naman deserve or ay, kailangan ko mag-exercise para makain ko yun. Right? It, it usually stems from how we feel about our body and how we feel we are enough or not enough and how we can become enough. And since a lot of the messages that we have online is centered around beauty standards that fit a smaller body, weight loss is what the only thing we deem to be a way to fit in. Okay. Right? And to lose weight, you have to... There's some intentional changes in the way you eat, and sometimes it just goes really overboard in all of the wellness diet culture messages that we see nowadays. Then it becomes that disordered eating habit. So it stems like it's really all together where you can't just think, I don't want to, I want to stop binging already, or I want to stop having this disordered eating habit, but I still want to lose weight. They can exist at the same time. But you have to work on your relationship with food first before you can answer the other things. Or you have to work on your relationship with your body first before you can answer your relationship with food. 
Okay. So, dapat isa-isa mo siyang i-unpack? Yes. I mean, pwede naman sabay, pero minsan mahirap kasi, di ba? Uh, when you put everything at once. So, if you unpack them first to to get to the deeper root, that will be the most helpful talaga. Because for me before, I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to be thin, all of those things. And then I had to keep asking myself, why was I not feeding myself? Why was I not doing this? And it all came back to, I want to lose weight. And why did I want to lose weight? It wasn't even about health. Even though I said, I want to be healthy, the true reason why was because I wanted to fit in. I wanted to feel like I fit in society. So we have to be honest with yourself when you unpack these questions. Oh, I love that. And I actually heard this episode from this podcast called The Mindset Mentor. And ang sabi niya is that we really have to ask ourselves that question just like what you said because sometimes nag-work out tayo and sometimes it stems from the fact that we hate our bodies and that is why uh-huh. we, we, hurt, we hate our bodies and that is why we want it to look this certain way. Hence, we work out. But if it comes from a place of love, like we, I love my body, I see myself as just like what we, we tackled before about body image and about self-image. If we love our body, if I love our body and that is why I work out, it comes from a much healthier place. But what if, what if I'm really someone who hates my body? Where should I start? Hey, it's Julianne, also known as Yen. You might know me from TikTok, where I post content about wisdom, wellness, and stories to inspire. Join me in my podcast at Journey with Julianne for even more content on how both you and I can nourish our mind, body, and spirit on this journey called life. I look forward to growing with you. Listen to Journey with Julianne whenever you listen to your podcasts. Check me out after listening to this one. How should mm-hmm. Okay, so I like that because I, I definitely came from that where that was the only reason that I was working out. And if I wasn't working out, I felt guilty. I felt ashamed, stuff like that, right? And, and that's fine to start from there, but it can't be the only thing forever. Right? Like a lot of people jump into a healthier lifestyle because they want to lose weight. And that's fine. Whatever gets you started. Okay, that's fine. But if that's the only thing for the rest of your life that's going to keep you motivated, it's not going to work. Because that's not, it's not like the, the meaning or the level of, of it towards your goals isn't well-rooted, right? It's very surface level, right? It's a very surface level goal to lose weight. You have to dig deeper as to what are the benefits of what you're doing for the long run. And that's usually what I always ask people is, okay, sure, you're working out to lose weight and stuff like that. But what if you also recognize the many other benefits of working out? Like it's mental health, to building muscles, to preventing diseases in the long run. And then slowly, yeah, makes you feel good, right? Not, I mean, like looking good could be a bonus if ever, but then that shouldn't be your main thing, right? So if you really focus on what are the benefits for you in the long run, then that can really help you stick to it more, where instead of I work out so I can punish myself or so that I can eat, it's more I work out so I can celebrate my body because when I'm 80, I want to still be able to do this. Like I saw this Instagram of this eight-year-old and she was doing like some gymnastic stuff. I was like, 
hindi ko nga kaya yan, tapos ako, tapos, <laughs> parang gusto ko rin, diba? So, it has to, to uh, you have to first remember the other reasons of its benefits, and it might take a while before you can actually let that sink in, but you have to expand, expand your goals, expand your mindset towards it, that there's not only one direction towards your goal. And same with food. Parang, bakit ka ba kumakain, or bakit hindi ka kumakain para pumayat ako? What about the other benefits of eating? Making social connections, making friends, making memories, fueling your body, right? It, it really starts first with understanding the other things that it can give your body. Okay, I love that. Kung baga po yung nakukapulot ko is that we have to explore our other options para hindi tayo malimitahan sa isa lang. Na parang ito lang yes. yung drive ko. Hindi lang ito yung drive ko. Marami pa tayong maaaring maging drive. Yes, yes, exactly. Kaya yung alam mo talaga magtanong, bakit? Bakit ba gusto ko to? Bakit? Diba? Tapos malalaman mo ano yung iba pang mga dahilan. Yung the other deeper reasons, right? Like, why do I want to lose weight? Because I want to feel accepted. Why do I want to feel accepted? Because I don't feel confident in my body right now. Why? Because of this, this, this. And then you get to the deep root. So, just, you have to get, you have to keep asking. I love that. Pero sa panahon kasi natin ngayon, Jo, for sure, you know na hindi lahat ng tao ay tamang pagtanungan. Or hindi lahat ng tao ay may maibibigay na tamang advice, especially if they aren't registered nutritionists or if they aren't registered medical professionals. So, how do we know if the advice on health is the right thing to follow, especially nowadays on social media? Mm, yeah, that's a big issue that that a lot of us, that a lot of the health professionals have now is because you have so many videos on TikTok and so many Instagram posts that tell you this and that. There's like levels of how we can understand first if it's great or if it's a good source, right? But our tendency is to fall for testimonials as our best source. Right? Somebody did this, that's going correct. So the first thing to do is to ask if that, to see what the credentials of that person is who is saying this. Are they certified? Are they registered? Right? And apart from that, you also have to ask where they got their source from. Because that's not enough. Even if you are a professional, even if you have those credentials, that doesn't always make you the most credible source, right? So you always have to ask, okay, where is this person getting their information from? Is it science-based information or is it just based on their experience? Because it might have worked based on their experience, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone, okay. right? And that's what a size fits all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's a tendency that we have now. Oh, it works for that person. I want to do it too. So first, find a credible source and then find what source, what their source is. And then that will really help you get to that. Just because that person's a doctor doesn't mean that their medical, or not their medical, but their dietary information is automatically something you can follow, right? Because it, you have to also ask. And just because that person's an R&D doesn't always mean that, I mean, hopefully, <laughs> it is. But it's always best to double check, right? Okay, I got it. Now that you you mentioned about being a nutritionist and about being someone who is credible enough to kumbaga, give this advices, of course, and that is why I follow you on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you. <laughs> I want to ask, Joe, why did you pursue being a nutritionist? It's kind of a personal question, but our listeners might also love to know your why. Oh. 
Okay, oh, my why? <laughs> okay, so Dubai, I, I like one of the things I said was in high school I did ballet and I went I went to an art school, an art school, and in this art school weight was something that was a big thing because we were always measured and it was added to our grades. But if you gained weight, mababawasan ka ng grade. Conditioning na from the start. <laughs> yeah, but then it created those bad relationships with the food and all of those things and. I started to research nutrition things just to help me lose weight. Like I was just searching the classic how to lose weight fast, you know. And then I started. I've always loved science, right? Because as much as I'm an, I was in an art school. I also kind of loved science, kind of, because I was in grade school and it was easy back then. <laughs> Nobody told me I was gonna get hard. <laughs> and then so, I went. I was starting to research, and then I found all this information. Tapos na tawa ako. I was like, okay. Other people knew this information. Also, quick disclaimer: the information I was reading was definitely not credible at all. But I was, but I was so happy. I was like, "Oh, I love all of this, this information." And I was sharing it with everyone, and I was like, "How can I make the other people who are struggling the same way as me know this information?" And then I started to search for different courses, and then I found community nutrition in UP, and then I was like, "Okay, I'll go for that." So. I decided I want to be a dietitian or a nutritionist so I can help people who are struggling, especially in the ballet industry or the ballet world with their body, fight through that and nourish themselves better. And then when I actually it was like a rough, it was a rough session through college because at the middle of it I was like I want to drop out. I just want to be a celebrity. You know. Anyways, <laughs> but then I realized okay, I remember why. I remember my why. It's because I want to help people. And so now I'm an R&D who works with a lot of people with disordered eating habits because it's very unknown or like unseen. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of messages all, most of the time asking me how I can lose weight. How, how can I be like you? How can I look like you? How can I be as fit as you? And we have to dive into, you know, the, the body image and all of these things and then fueling yourself. So that's really what motivated me was because... I don't want other people to continue living half of their life or more than half of their life struggling with how they look, instead of using that energy to be able to change the world. Like, like one of my favorite statements also is, "You can't fight the system on an empty stomach." So you gotta be fueled and fed to fight the system. I love that. I love your why. And I feel like ang, da, ang ganda ng pinagkuhanan mo ng why, ng why mo on, how, on why you pursue being an R&D because it also stemmed from your personal experience just like what you mentioned. That's a good thing that you're doing. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Wow. How about you? Do you know what your why is for college? Do you know what you're going to take up? Oh my God. I am going to take up entrepreneurship. Mm, okay okay i see that yes i want to continue what i'm actually doing right now with the content creation and with the business and i am also inspired by women like you women leaders yes like miss nina as well riza and all those inspiring women super nakaka-inspire kapag may role model ka talaga <laughs> oh yeah, and I know you know what I'm sure that, that you're also a role model for so many. Even though you're you're so young, right? So I'm like, you got this. You can do this. <laughs> oh my god, thank you, Joe. I had a I had an insightful conversation with you. Thank you so much for being. Oh, thank you. 
But before we end the session, can we know or can our listeners know where can we find you? Okay, you can find me at my house. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to give my address. But um, uh, you can find me on Instagram. That's at it's Joe Sebastian. You can also check out my YouTube channel, Joe Sebastian, or on TikTok as well. Yeah, those are the, usually the places I'm active. But yeah, if you guys want to chat, you want to share some information with me, how you're feeling, you can definitely go there. And if you also want to join my program on healing your relationship with food, that's also up there and like the links are there because I want to create that community for others to be able to realize they're not alone. You know, I know you feel insecure, you feel stuck, you feel like you're, you have to constantly fight your body through food and exercise, but you don't. You can live freely, you can live happily, you can use fuel or food to fuel you rather than make food your whole life. And that's the goal. So, yeah. What stayed with me in my 21 with Joe is that health is more than just weight loss. How about you guys? What is that one thing which stayed with you in this episode? You can share your thoughts on our Facebook group, Kwentuhang Pilipina Community. So, if you haven't joined our group yet, please do so by once again heading over now to our Facebook group, Kwentuhang Pilipina Community. We are so excited to have you because through this group, we are hearing your thoughts and insights about this episode and other kwentuhans as well. So, ipagpatuloy natin yung kwentuhan dito sa group na to. This has been your Sunshine Cleo, and I will be back for more Quintuhan next Monday. Do not forget to follow us here on Spotify so you wouldn't miss out. Bye! <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>